Welcome to Love Rules, the radio ministry of Roxbury Presbyterian Church in Boston. My mom, Liz Walker, was Boston's first African-American television news anchor, but her most important job is what she does right now at RPC, preaching the good news about God's love. The Bible says, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. How does that work? Join my mom now as she offers us Love Rules from Roxbury Presbyterian Church. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Love Rules. Today's message, The Simple Faith. Our text, John, the sixth chapter, the 28th through the 29th verses. Then they asked Jesus, what must we do to do the works God requires? And Jesus answered, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. I was trying to upgrade my phone the other day, and boy, did that get complicated. Which phone should I get? What's not necessary? How can I get the data transferred? What data will be lost? Figuring out the financing alone was taken the entire morning. Now that I think about it, I've stayed on the phone for hours talking with tech support about problems that pop up, syncing my mobile devices. I I read somewhere that buying a cell phone is the third most complex transaction in a person's life right after purchasing a car and a house. Can you believe that? Now, technology is actually supposed to simplify our lives. How many passwords does one need in order to survive? I got to tell you, the cell phone to me is just one more sign of how complex life has become. And that brings me to the point of, does our life have to be this hard? Well, Jesus says it can be simple. John 6, 28. They asked him, what must we do to do the work God requires? And Jesus answered in verse 29, the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. What a wonderfully profound and simple statement. Now, I'm not implying that religion should be easy. There is a complexity to faith. We know there is. The mystery of God, his offer of salvation, has been hidden and destined for our glory. Before time began, there has to be a mystery because God is so big. And we know that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived the things that God has prepared for those who love him. But in the midst of the mystery, in the midst of the complexity, in the midst of terms like justification and sanctification and regeneration and atonement, I would argue with the Apostle Paul that we must be careful that minds are not led astray from the simplicity and purity of devotion to Christ, to believe in the one who was sent. And sometimes it just helps to get back to the basics. So let's go back to this text. Jesus is preaching along the Sea of Galilee. A large crowd, of course, has been following him. This is a momentous time at the beginning of his ministry. The crowds are growing, blown away by what they have witnessed. Jesus has walked on water. He has healed a lot of people who were sick. But one of the most spectacular events these people have witnessed was when Jesus and the disciples fed 5,000 people with five barley loaves and two fish. Now, can you imagine being in that crowd? You're close enough to see that they only have a few loaves of bread and two fish. Some little boy walked up and gave it to them. And now 
they begin to spread out and they begin to feed everybody. And for some reason, the food just keeps multiplying. When the people saw this, they began to say, this is the prophet who has come into the world. They, they thought he was the prophet they'd been waiting for, one who would physically free them, one who would physically feed them. This was the prophet that Moses had promised. Jesus knew that people were thinking about him in the wrong way. So he told them, you're looking for me not because you saw the signs that I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, he says, but for the food that endures to eternal life. So you see, they fed the people because the people were hungry, but people thought, well, that's what he's going to be. He's going to be the one who feeds us all the time. I won't have to worry about a thing. Oh, I'm going to follow him because he's going to lower my food bills. These people were just as lost as we are today. They were looking for physical and temporal benefits. They didn't understand their need to satisfy their spiritual hunger. You know, many people use religion for the same purposes today. People join churches because they're big or they're prestigious or maybe they have a, a television ministry or, or maybe people are just impressed with all of the modern technology that churches use these days. It's easy to get caught up in all of that. But Jesus reminds the people and he reminds us, the work of God is not in the bells and whistles. The work of God is to believe in the one he has sent. I am so thankful you've joined us today. Remember, Love Rules is totally listener supported. Won't you make a donation right now to keep this program on the air? Log on to RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org and click on giving. That's RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org. Click on giving. Thank you. God bless you. The work of God is to believe, to believe. Now, believing means more than just agreeing that Jesus is real. You're going to find people of all faiths who believe that Jesus existed, that he was a great prophet, that he taught a, a wonderfully ethical way of life. You can get atheists who will say that, but what separates us from them, we believe Jesus is God. You see, ha <laughs> we believe Jesus died on the cross for our sins, that he sent the Holy Spirit to teach us, to comfort us, to correct us. We believe in the incorruptibility, the immutability and the immortality of God. You see, we believe that God is all of that and more. Incorruptible. An incorruptible God cannot deteriorate, cannot be broken down or worn down. The Bible says in 1 Peter, the first chapter, 23rd verse, when you are born again, you are not corruptible seed, but incorruptible, imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. That's how we believe. We have the word of God that tells us when we are connected, when we're bound to God, we are indestructible. We are incorruptible. We are imperishable. You know, when someone is corrupt, they're broken morally. A corrupt politician will perform illegal acts for, for personal gain. He'll take bribes and deny it. You know, we can get caught up in the fads and the trends that may or may not hold up under scrutiny, but the Word of God will always stand. That's what we believe. Immutability. 
That's the other thing I talked about. We believe in an immutable God, a God who does not change. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the same today, yesterday, and tomorrow. That means the divine character of God, his wisdom, his power, his holiness, and truth will remain always. There's no increase. There's no decrease. We only know a fraction of how great God is, but he will never be less than that. His greatness can never be diminished. Immutability. I love that word. It gives me great peace. This world we live in changes fast, and that can easily throw us. It can cause us to lose our footing, particularly as you grow older. You see things just racing by you. And I know a lot of older people who suffer from depression. But just remember this. The same God who loved you yesterday when you were a child will love you tomorrow and all the way through eternity. You can take that to the bank. Because we believe in an immortal God, immortality. Jesus has defeated death. Peter says believers have been given a new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus into an inheritance that can never spoil, perish, or fade. That is forever. And when you believe in forever, then you have nothing to be afraid of. You have nothing to be anxious about. You have nothing to be worried about. This means we trust the Word of God. We trust Jesus with our whole heart, with everything we have. We are completely submitted to the Lordship of Christ in our lives, 24-7. Now, that can sound complicated, but really it's simple. It really takes a lot of the stress off you. It means you're willing to understand the character of God, the nature of God, all that God is, all that you can understand to the best of your ability, and then you're willing to turn everything over to God. Your finances, your relationships, your plans, your troubles. You see, the complication comes when we decide to pick and choose where we want God to be in our lives. The older I get, the more I realize that Jesus is the answer to every problem in the world. All the great human problems, international strife, racial, religious conflict, gender and social inequality, sexual confusion. Humanity has tried every political, humanitarian remedy to tackle these huge and complex problems. But so far, how's that working for us? I think we're still pretty confused, and I know we're still struggling. Until we realize that the unity that is necessary for those problems to be solved can only come through Jesus Christ. I'm sure of that. I used to not be so sure, but I'm sure of it now. So if you say, well, people will never really love each other. Well, I'm not so sure. Through Christ, we will. Galatians 3.28, there is neither Jew nor Gentile, neither slave nor free, nor is there male or female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. Now, we can become confused about that as, as well as being confused about what God wants us to do. Everybody's looking for purpose. Everybody's looking for something to do. But Jesus' reply is simple. Believe in the one whom God has sent. Believe in the one in whom God has sent. All of our spiritual development, 
all of our spiritual journey, everything we will do in this life is built on that simple and single affirmation. Declare to Jesus today, I believe you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. I believe in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I believe you are a great God. And then live your life of belief. And that will glorify this God. It's simple. Thanks for joining me. Be blessed. Thank you for tuning in. Roxbury Presbyterian Church is located at 328 Warren Street, right in the heart of Roxbury. Come worship with us on Sundays at 11 a.m. This is a listener-supported program. We invite you to partner with us and learn the many ways that love rules. Visit us on our website, RoxburyPresbyterianChurch.org, or call us at 617-445-2116.